0: Welcome back to Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard, and today I have a special guest, special episode, special guest, and this young lady that's joining me today is like a niece. She's on my dance team at my local church, and she is just family to me, and her name is Journey Taylor. Hello, Journey. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. So, Journey has come in on the podcast today because she had an experience out on the beach. So, you want to kind of tell me about what that experience was like? Yeah.
1: Okay, so we were visiting Savannah, Georgia, and my dad thought of going to North Carolina. So, we went there, and we went to Hilton Road, I think.
0: Hilton Hilton, Head
1: Beach? Yeah, Hilton Head Beach. And um, me and my dad were swimming. And then, um, we saw two kids come in contact with it, and then my mom called me over, because she, fou- she saw the jellyfish, and it was just washed up on shore. We didn't really know if it was alive or dead, but this woman was just talking about it, because she said that, oh, she learned it. So, we are just over there listening to stuff. So, to you walked out. up on a jellyfish?
0: Yes. And so, she texted me... I was in church when, when she texted, and I totally got distracted because I was so interested in the fact that she had, saw this jellyfish on the uh, the coast. And at first, well, somebody told you it was called what?
1: It was called a cannon jelly, No, cannonball jellyfish.
0: Cannonball jellyfish, but they, but she, you didn't say cannonball jellyfish at first. You said cannonball. Yeah. So in my crazy mind, I was thinking a cannonball, like I'm thinking an actual like cannonball. Yeah. And I'm looking and I'm like, that's not a cannonball. That's, not, that's a jellyfish. So it's actually called a jellyfish. So a jellyfish had washed up upon shore, and it was yes. it was dead, right?
1: Yes, it was found
0: out to be dead. It was dead. So I'm in church and now I'm totally not listening (laughs) to the pastor. I'm totally wanting to figure out why is there a dead jellyfish washed up on shore. This is the kind of stuff that just like piques my imagination. And so I start looking up some things on uh, dead jellyfish, dead cannonball. Jellyfish, to be exact, and I came across something that was interesting because apparently at the Hilton Head uh, Beach, there is a lot of cannonball yes. jellyfish that wash up on the shore and they're dead. Yeah, so it's really, really interesting. So, did you find out anything other? Like, any? Did you do any research? Did you find out? Anything? I did some
1: research. I did some research, um, and uh, I found out. Um, what did I do? That jellyfish are um um currently always in like lots of groups, hmm so I'm guessing that that jellyfish like somewhat died in the ocean and then washed, and washed up, up from shore. shore.
0: so that kind of lines up with what I saw. I saw an article. And I'm actually gonna read a little bit of it. Um, it's from FitzNews.com, so that's F-I-T-S-N-E-W-S.com, and somebody actually wrote a story on jellyfish, and I believe at that particular beach. Um, and so, let me see where I'm gonna read. So, what's causing these jellyfish graveyards? Because there, there's like a photo, and there's like, you can look at this, just like look like hundreds hundreds of dead cannonball jellyfish and so it says cannonball jellies tend to turn up in the the near shore waters during april pushed in from the gulf stream with washes of warmer water okay so peterson wrote last spring peterson is one of the journalists There's a sign that a surf is approaching that magic room temperature zone a lot of people find Plungible on a hot day. So this is a change in the temperature of the water. The water is warmer than normal Um, So it says but there's a little more to it Gosh and the Sun is like shining so bright on my iPad while I'm trying to read this. So jellyfish tend to travel in large blooms and sometimes rough winds swell and currents can knock hundreds of them out at once and send them all to shore in a sweep, making for quite the jellyfish graveyard. They often get pushed to shore as a group. Uh, And Blaine Griffin, a marine biologist at the the University of South Carolina, previously towed this particular Journalists, that sometimes it's the current and some of them are just killed by annual population cycles. So also, it's jellyfish blooming season in the Atlantic. The Marine Biology Association of the UK previously explained on Twitter that if you've had onshore winds in the last few days, swarms of jellies can wash up. So jellyfish are really bad swimmers. They're cold-blooded animals and can lose mobility when water temperatures are below normal. Because jellies are mostly made of water, so they die quickly after washing on shore. Most of these jellies washing on the shore are cannonball jelly, which rarely sting while alive. And if they do, the sting likely can't be felt by a human. Cannonball jellyfish look to look like clear mushrooms with a brown border. They lose their color when they die and can't hurt humans. However, some jellyfish can still sting even after they die. So be cautious about touching any dead ones. So if you're on this beach and you see these, just don't touch them. And so let's see. The Portuguese man-of-war, which actually isn't a jellyfish, but a colony of organisms, can still sting humans after they die. Man-of-war jellies are sack-like creatures with bright blue-purple tentacles. They aren't extremely common, but are sighted on South Carolina beaches every year. Um, Another interesting thing that I found out about these jellies, these cannonball jellies, is that... um, If you go further down in the article, it says typically these big old jelly invasions are a sign that the sea turtles are not far behind. Sea turtle season begins in early May when loggerhead sea turtles lay their nests on South Carolina beaches. Because sea turtles are attached to moonlight and often confused with the artificial lights, it's extremely important to keep lights off. beaches from may to october this year so um journey the podcast that i did last week actually this podcast releases on monday i'm talking about the seasons the four seasons of each year Mm -hmm. and i mentioned no 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 not this one the one that i recorded last monday um it's not on the seasons it's on pollution and there's something called light pollution And light pollution, which is what they're talking about here, like keep lights off from the beaches, it can, the artificial light can cause different animals to like with sea turtles, they think that it's time for them to like come on shore and lay their eggs and stuff. And they do it based on moonlight, but if the like city lights or whatnot is on, then they mistaken that as the moonlight. So that's kind of what they're talking about here. So sea turtles are coming, nature is taking its course as usual. The dead jellies are a sign of the changing seasons which we all need right now right Mm -hmm. and so that's the end of that article but i thought that was interesting uh but i i I particularly i took note of the water being warmer Mm -hmm. a little bit more warmer than usual because i can't help but think that this also has something to do with climate change
1: and also when we were at um hilton beach um, the water was really cold so I thought that was one of the effects of him being washed up on shore me and my mom discussed that at the hotel mm-hmm. so and that's
0: weird cool. if the water was cold and then the article is saying that they it normally happens when it's warm yeah. warmer than normal so I
1: don't know that's weird I don't I, mm, I don't know if, if you go farther over there it's warmer, which is probably because the sun wasn't really shining mm-hmm. on the side we were on.
0: Maybe that's why it, maybe that's why it was just one, yeah. as opposed to a whole graveyard pool. Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting, too, that it just happens at this beach. Now, anyone listening to the podcast, if you know of any cannonball jellyfish dying on any other beaches other than South Carolina, um Tybee Island like around those beaches let me know and let me know send me a message on uh, encouragement from Kristen on Instagram Um, and let me know if you have had any experience of seeing these anywhere else but if it is just at this beach that's kind of creepy Mm -hmm. (laughs) so other than
1: that I'm so glad that you came on the podcast well just tell me how the trip was in general it was really fun we got to do a lot of stuff we went to the beach mostly because that's what we that's what we really usually do like all our vacations are mostly based on the beach Mm -hmm. but it was nice
0: and I have yet to go to Hilton Head but I love we love going to Tabby Island we love Tybee Island. And Savannah is just so beautiful. It is. I can see why people move on the coast just so they can go. Like, if I lived on the coast there, I would go to the beach every day. Mm-hmm. Or if I could just have a summer house there, I would go to the beach every day.
1: It's, like, really close uh, close to, like, beach houses and houses, mm-hmm. in fact. So, like, it's not really a long drive there. Yeah.
0: I like that, too. That was one of the reasons we moved here to Georgia is because we wanted to be closer to where we could just, if we wanted to just get up and go to the beach, we could go. So next stop, Myrtle Beach in Hilton Head. So we're going to have to definitely um, check that out. So thank you so much, Journey, for coming on the podcast. I'm so glad that she's here. We just wanted to come on and do something really special for you. And when she texts me about the Cannonball Jellies, Again, it just intrigued me and totally distracted me from the Word of God <laughs> which is totally fine I'm such a nurse I was I was researching and looking up information right there in church and my husband was like Kristen pay attention so but um, I was so intrigued that I came home and just over a course of days I was really looking into this and um, I just thought that it was so weirdly strangely interesting so um, anytime that I can have someone come on and kind of tell me you know the interesting things that they're seeing in their yards and in their neighborhoods and even out of town on vacation I would love for them to share with me because I would love to talk about it here on the podcast so thank you again for joining us thank you for having me yes and listening to encouragement from Kristen's backyard Hi, this is Kristen and thank you so much for listening to encouragement from Kristen's backyard. You know, the Bible says in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You know, maybe after listening to the podcast if you are not saved, you're thinking I would love to give my life to Christ. If so, all you have to do is confess your sins to Him, ask Him to forgive you, and He will. And then say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And you know what? It is done. You are saved. If you enjoy listening to the podcast and want to follow me on social media, I am at three different places on Instagram. You can follow me at KB Simple Life, Encouragement from Kristen. Or my business page, Traveling Psychology Girl. Thank you so much for listening and supporting what I'm doing here. God bless you. God bless you. And I will be with you next time.